Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Cause Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you once again for more movie talk and trivia. It's Sunday, March 6, 2022. And my guests today are Nikki Bond, Josh Gondelman, and Sarah Marshall. Hello, everybody. Hey. Hi. Hi, Doug. Hello. I like the three of you already worked that out and spoke individually. <laughs> I appreciate that. But we've let's meet everybody. A, we've got kind <laughs> of a synchronized Von Trapp thing we've been working on. <laughs> yeah. You really, you really came together quickly for a bunch of strangers. And... Um, Let's meet everybody individually and alphabetically. That, that's my way of hinting so you know when you're about to be spoken to. Uh, beginning with Nikki Bone is back. Hey, Nikki. I'm back. Hey. You, you are. You had a, 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 a super hot run for a while there. I, I think you won like three or four shows in a row. Yeah, it was wild. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't deserve it. You didn't deserve any of it, but that was no. part of the charm. Is that It was just fun <laughs> that you kept coming back so undeservedly. <laughs> And uh, and a, a terrific guest, nonetheless. And um, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Same as before. Uh, have you seen the uh, the Batman? I haven't seen the Batman yet. No. Mm, shit, I brought it up because I have. Oh, you did? Did you like it? I've said too much. Also joining us today. <laughs> so I won't see I'm, it. Okay. I'm so afraid of the things my mouth will say about it. You know, I don't want to get anybody mad at me for any reason. You know, like I, I don't want anybody thinking I liked it too much or didn't like it enough. Uh, also joining us, it's the return of Josh Gondelman. Hey, Josh. Hey, Doug. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Holding it down in New York City. That's me, East Coast correspondent to Doug Loves Movies. Is winter <laughs> over yet? Today it is. Tomorrow it's back. Oh, damn it. Yeah. I'm going to be there in April, so I really appreciate anything you could do to get that winter out of here. I'll do my best. I'm going to, anything, I'm cranking my AC. It's very uncomfortable in my house, but I've slightly accelerated climate change. <laughs> Just a tiny, tiny bit, but every every little bit. Right. Uh, Think globally, act helps. locally. That's my motto. Yeah. 
I came and up making, with that. <laughs> and making her first appearance on the show. Uh, you heard me say her name already. It might have already been taken aback as a bunch of movie fans because it's a real person named Sarah Marshall. Hello, Sarah. Hi, it's me. I'm real. <laughs> yeah, were your parents big fans of that movie? Ha 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 ha. Ha ha ha. It's funny that movie is like a classic now and it comes up on like classic comedies lists on like Delta Airlines, which I mean, I'll feel like we're going to turn to dust and blow away. It's got some classic dong that movie for sure. <laughs> and, uh, and, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> lots of uh, male nudity and comedy, I would say, actually, I feel proud probably, of probably a real breakthrough for male nudity and for weird uh, puppetry. Uh, yeah. But not puppetry of the penis. We should say that. Um, <laughs> but uh, is it a? Well, we could talk about this. I'd love to have you on Doug uh, Wide World of Doug sometimes because we talk about names over there. Mm-hmm. And uh, what? How does it affect you when? Like, how often do people react uh, to the name Sarah Marshall? Like in an annoying way. At this stage, I mean, not not to me to my face very often. What happens is that approximately twice a year, I'll be buying something with a credit card. And then <laughs> we'll look at it and go, I love that movie. So it's like always a positive association for people. No one's ever been like, I hate that Russell Brand guy. <laughs> right, right. Or, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 there's not, uh, that's one of those casts that's held up pretty good. I don't think anyone's become uh, uh, problematic or anything. Yeah, and, um, Ross, man. yeah. I mean, Mila Kunis is always on the edge, but you know, she's, she's, she, <laughs> she stays on the tightrope. Um, I didn't like her Super Bowl commercial though. So, uh, thank you for being here, Sarah. You have a podcast of your own. Yes. I have two. Yeah. I have a show called you're wrong about and a show called you are good. I love to speak directly to the listener apparently. <laughs> yeah. I tell them they're wrong about one thing, but they're good on another thing. Yeah. And that yeah. is kind of my ethos. It's like, listen, we're all wrong and we're all good. <laughs> and what, uh, can you tell me quickly what the premise is of the two podcasts? Yeah, You Are Good is a feelings podcast about movies. We had Josh on recently talking about <sighs> Groundhog Day. And so it's using talking about movies to talk about the experience of being human and find shared language about something we love. And You're Wrong About is about misremembered history and why humans um don't love facts, which has become <laughs> the past few years. Yes, that's uh, it's become very, very clear. <laughs> um, but um, we'll do all everybody's uh, plugs at the end of the show. I just wanted to get Sarah's in since she's uh, a, a first timer. We're going to play some games. But before we start that part of the show, I would like to visit what I call Recommendation Nation. And that's where I ask each one of my guests to please recommend one movie. It can be any movie, but just make sure it's something that you would, you know, you personally recommend. And we'll again go alphabetically starting with Nikki. Only you. Unless you're not ready. <laughs> no, can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, um, I know I forgot about this part and then I was like, oh, fuck. But no, <laughs> <laughs> um, the first thing that came to my head is actually only you. It's an old one. Is Betty White in that? No, it's Marissa Tomei and Robert Downey Jr. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about now. Um, and why do you like it? It it just is, it's a rom-com, but it was, 
it was just so maybe I've it's because I was a kid and my mom, I grew up with a single mom. So I had to watch all these stupid rom-coms while she fantasized about men. So but that was like the only one that I, I really liked and I looked up to and they go to Italy and the drama is good and realistic. But I really like the characters they are very charming. I feel like they fall into a fountain at some point. They do. They do fall into a fountain. Okay, so I, I have seen this. <laughs> I, I didn't know if that was just a hunch. If you're like, this seems like a movie where they'd fall into a fountain. I mean, once somebody's already said rom-com, you're in pretty good shapes thinking mm-hmm. somebody might fall into a fountain. It seems it actually, like a staple. And it revolves around a fountain. Like, then there's a nut, there's this mystical fountain that you go to to find your soulmate. Listen, I, as I'm describing it, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I don't recommend it, but I really like it. <laughs> Maybe I take it back. Okay. That wasn't my best. <laughs> I mean, you know, you should just pitch it to, you know, pitch it to dudes that like Marvel movies as Tony Stark's origin story. Yeah. You know, that he's, yeah. he started off with this magical fountain. Um, but that's, yeah, that's why I remember the fountain. Cause it really is a, uh, the whole point of the movie is the, the magical fountain. So um, I can't be too proud of myself for sussing that out. <laughs> Josh Gondelman. Yes. What have you got? This, I'm going to recommend, I'm going to stay in the same zone of movies, but recommend a movie that's kind of, that's like a non-rom-com, but has has the same kind of arc and energy, which I, I really thought Together Together with Patty Harrison and Ed Helms is very sweet and fun. And I went into it thinking it was going to be a rom-com and then... I watched it with my wife and um, and 15 minutes in, she was like, Ed Helms is so, uh, he's so good at being hard to watch that I hope they don't fall in love. <laughs> and, and they, I don't, I don't, I, I think it's like a reverse spoiler to me to be like, this is not a movie about watching two people fall in love. It's a movie about a relationship between two people that's very like sweet and tender, but it's not like, ooh, they're going to kiss. And like coming in thinking it was going to be that, I was like, this is uncomfortable. And then when it became like, oh, what a lovely different new relationship that I've never seen before. I was like, cool, this movie rules. Yeah, they're both great in it. And it's, they're so uh, good. Patty's so good. She's terrific. She's like, it's funny that she's such a great actress considering, you know, in her spare time, she's just, you know, saying insane things and getting kicked off social media. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. And um, Rachel Syme just did a great interview with her for the New Yorker. That was great. Uh, And I recommend that reading that as well. It's like, yeah, just Patty's awesome. I beg you not to recommend things for people to read. This is oh, Doug sorry. Loves yeah, Movies. Yeah. <laughs> it's not called Doug Loves Articles. <laughs> the Doug only articles I love are the, soon. the yeah. only articles I love are the ones in the Constitution. All right, so <laughs> uh, Sarah Marshall, first time on the show. Could you recommend a movie? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. I know it's pressure because <laughs> it there's is. so many to choose from. There's, there are. There's a lot of movies. There's at least 25 of them. Um, yeah. I lock up on this. Like if people ask me, I'm like, and they're like, what have you seen lately that you like? If I didn't, if the last movie I saw wasn't great, I can't. Yeah. I can't, like, I can't pull it. I can't access it. I know I've seen some, but where? Yeah. But well, Nikki, I want to second only you, which I think is a, a very underrated rom-com and one where like 
everyone in it is wonderful. We have Bonnie Hunt, we have Fisher Stevens, like you can't go wrong. And I also wanna stay in the early nineties and recommend Swing Kids, which I was reminded Ooh, of the other day. Wow. Like, do you remember Swing Kids? I <laughs> yeah. do, I do remember Swing Kids. Cause uh, like, isn't it, it, couldn't you consider it kind of a kissing cousin of Newsies? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> A Christian Bale teen history yes. film of the early 90s. It's the yeah. two sides of the Christian Bale coin for one thing, which I think we've been living in the aftermath of cinematically ever since. And also, I mean, here's my pitch is that, and you know, if you haven't seen Newsies, then my gosh, get thyself to Newsies, but <laughs> is a movie is a Disney musical about the 1899 newsboys strike and swing kids is a movie about teenagers who love swing music in Hitler's Germany and trying to what happens when your friends become Nazis and the normalization of people becoming Nazis <laughs> and uh, you know, <laughs> good music and they're both unbelievably earnest movies that i don't think made any money and that have been beloved by tween girls since that day and a lot of people saw it in school i saw it in school which thinking <laughs> back i'm like there probably is better um world war ii educational <laughs> material i could have been exposed there to. should be <laughs> but i love that you were talking about the, both of those movies because one is about as all your friends turning into Nazis and the other one is all your friends turning into Newsies. <laughs> <laughs> they both have great songs and yeah, and it's very weird for, I think as a tween girl, like watching Christian Bale, who is also Laurie in Little Women, like watching him become a fascist, like hopefully it prepared people in a way that is somewhat useful now for the idea that like people you otherwise care about can become eaten out inside by something horrible. Yeah, now this sounds like we're getting back to your podcast. <laughs> where you really- It's a short trip, yeah. Yeah, you delve into the uh, how these things make us feel. And uh, I, I think that's really interesting. And these are three, you know, I would not have ever imagined uh, these three movies coming up in this, uh, this sort of, situation i always post them all on the douglas movies uh, twitter account in, in in you know poll poll fashion and uh, let people tell me which of you know and it, it's ridiculous to compare these movies they're they're all you know different but uh you know that's what we do these days is just make fun lists and uh, polls and stuff so uh if you have if you have, if any of those three movies uh, to the listeners, if any of those three movies, if you're passionate about any of them, be sure to vote. It's so important. So important yeah. to vote. And stay in line. If you're in line <laughs> to vote in this poll, stay in line. And yeah, wear your and if, sticker. Wear your sticker. Yeah. And people, please just uh, bring them water if they need it. Like, don't, <laughs> you know, just uh, this is voting is so important. Uh, and uh, <laughs> thank you for visiting Recommendation Nation. Let's go to our first commercial break. We'll be right back. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. 
The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We are back and we are going to play some games. How do you, Sarah Marshall, feel about, uh, you know, movie trivia gameplay? Very positively. (laughs) Oh, good. That's nice. That's nice to hear. (laughs) And uh, we already know that Josh is quite the fierce competitor. <laughs> and you, uh, you know, yeah. what you know about me is I'm bad, but I take it very seriously, which is just a brutal combination for my own psyche. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a lot of comedians, uh, like you know, um, they don't spend their time learning trivia, but then they are very competitive when they get in a trivia situation. Yeah. It's a horrible <laughs> personality trait pairing. <laughs> <laughs> I like watching the old game shows. I like uh, Buzzer and stuff because um, it's interesting to see the, the actors, uh, you know, they get mad when they're losing, you yeah. know, when it's not going well. Because like game shows these days, it's like everybody wears their emotions on their sleeves. They don't really try to hide it. But like mm-hmm. uh, back in the day, they'd sit there and get so frustrated and try to hide it. You could, it makes it even funnier. <laughs> um, this first game we're going to play is called Whose Tagline Is It Anyway? And, uh, you know, most motion pictures have some sort of advertising tagline or something that's on the poster or at the end of the trailer. And I pull these, they're real taglines that I pull from the uh, IMDB site. And... I will say the tagline. We'll start with Nikki. I'll tell you the tagline. You just have one guess what movie you think it might be. If you miss, we'll move to Josh and then to Sarah and uh, around like that. And uh, a theme will emerge from these titles. Of course, the first one's going to be the toughest because, you know, how can you know what the theme's going to be? It's like getting Wordle right on the first word. Ready, Nikki? Yeah, yeah. We know how this is going to go. (laughs) Can I tell you right now? Not ready, but let's do this. Okay, yeah. That's all I need to hear. Uh, How did you win these previous games if this is your reputation? Did other people like resign in disgrace from the podcast? I I was at the end. The questions at the end, which were more like for me analyzing people and being able to answer. Got it. Okay. (laughs) Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> yeah, and the games change all the time. So, you know, you don't know what uh, skills you're going to uh, need <laughs> to bring, but there's more of a multiple choice aspect to everything, or at least the next game, because this game, of course, you just have to pull a title out of nowhere. And here is the tagline, Nikki. Okay. Mothers, and I'm going to I'm gonna explain the uh, punctuation too, because it's always interesting when they put punctuation in these things. Mothers, period. Daughters, period the never ending story of good versus evil little women 
I mean, might as well be right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how much evil gets in there, but uh, that wouldn't be a terrible. I mean, it would be a terrible tagline for little women, but a terrific guess. Thank you, <laughs> Josh. I'm going to guess the exorcist. Yeah, I, I, yeah. If it was, if it was just mother and mother. daughter, yeah, the never-ending yeah. story of good versus evil, I think that could work uh, for The Exorcist. But no, that is not. Oh, I forgot I have a sound effect for wrong answers. <laughs> All right, <laughs> my sound effects team isn't here today. They, you know, I gave them a weekend off. Um, all right, Sarah, this one's all you. If you can figure out what movie would have the tagline, Mothers, Daughters, The Never-Ending Story of Good versus Evil. Wouldn't it be funny if the answer was The Never-Ending Story? That's what I was going <laughs> to guess. That would be situation. I mean, I'm not super confident in this, but I'm. this is the only thing I can think of. I'm going to say Practical Magic. <gasps> That's another terrific guess. Let's see, you're, you're you're all applying yourselves and coming up with guesses <laughs> that make sense, which is not something that often happens on here. <laughs> Usually, people are just like, "I don't know." Um, the answer to this one is a title I've always enjoyed. Uh, the movie, maybe not so much, but the title I love: "The Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood." Uh, Forgot about the good and evil in that one. Right? I had no idea it had good and evil in it. <laughs> I thought it was a sisterhood. Where's what's the what's bad what's what's the bad part? Right. When I think when I think good and evil, I'm thinking midnight in the garden, not divine sister, sister <laughs> secrets. It's a little bit of a surprise, and that's why I uh, picked that one. And uh, that's so that's the first title. So you can start thinking this on this next one. You can think, well, what you know, what theme is going on here? What uh, does this have to do with the divine secrets of the Yaya sisterhood? Mm -hmm. And we start with uh, Nikki again this time. Nikki, what movie do you think has the tagline, Some Friends Fit Together? Um, oh, I just thought of a good one, but it's not its not the right answer, but I thought of a good one. Um, Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> Josh, I think I know this. I think it is Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. <gasps> you do? That's my guess. <laughs> I feel strongly. Okay. You don't. You know. A guess is a guess. You, you don't have to. You know, commit to it any I, particular I want amount. To commit. Okay. <laughs> you deserve you... my full commitment. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Is it right or is it wrong? Oh, oh it's oh. wrong. Ah. Sarah, Sarah Marshall. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Friends fit together. I'm trying to think of this being like an arch horror movie tagline about someone who like sews people together. Mm. I'm not going to say it's human centipede. Um, Okay, I don't think this is right, but it's all again. It's all I can think of as a plausible guess. Stuck on you. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad guess. Not a bad guess at all. <laughs> now this answer might make make you angry, Josh, because that's the tagline for. Is this sisterhood, sisterhood of the traveling pants too? <gasps> <Fuck>. No, <laughs> Doug. <laughs> 
<laughs> no! That is, that is fair, but I, I still, I would like it entered into the record. Fuck. Okay. Jeff, got it. Um, but also enter into the record that, I mean, you know, you got, you were in the ballpark. I mean, you got as close to the right answer as you could possibly get without it's, getting it right. The expression isn't almost counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants films, though. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Isn't. Okay. <laughs> we got nobody on the board yet. Okay. We still got a few more to go, so anything could happen. Plus, the first game does, you know, it's more of a warm up than anything. Oh, good, good. Yeah, I know. I'm getting yeah. heated. <laughs> yeah. Get, get it, get it hot. Uh, Nikki? Okay, yep. Which movie do you think has this tagline? I'll, I'm going to do the uh, punctuation again. No sex, period. No booze, period. No men, period. No way, period. Um, bridesmaids. No, but I do like that movie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you get a you get a Doug likes that movie point. Okay. Okay. Which isn't worth anything. Yeah, Josh, right. I so I got no sex, no booze, and I was like forty days and forty nights is the closest I got, and then no men, no way, and I was like that he was a man. So, um, I am I'm like befuddled by mm -hmm. that. I'm gonna go. I'm, this is wrong, but it's closer than I was going to get. Otherwise, is 28 days. The um, Sandy Bullock uh, rehab. She was movie. in rehab, right? Yeah. Yeah. I figured they didn't Would, let her have sex in that rehab facility. Which is so confusing because, you know, not too long after that, the movie 28 Days Later came out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I just like to think that somebody made the mistake and had to watch the wrong movie out of those two movies For you know sure like they wanted to see a rehab movie and they saw a zombie movie or they wanted to see a zombie movie and they saw a rehab movie in either I, case it's a wild twist that 100 percent happened and i i'm sure of that because one time my mom confessed to me that she accidentally spent 20 minutes watching a like like a basic uh, excuse me premium cable softcore porn parody called <laughs> the devil wears nada being like when does meryl <laughs> streep come on the screen so i'm sure <laughs> someone has made that mistake with with 28 days and 28 days later absolutely um whose turn is it mine i believe <laughs> <laughs> okay. no booze no sex no booze no men no weight i think i've cracked it um okay sister act that is correct oh sister oh. act of course you did it sarah marshall is on the board with one point what an exciting turn and, and Nick, nikki and i have None, fittingly. None, yeah. I have a fake point. I have a pity point that doesn't exist, but... It's the Holy Ghost point. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like uh, the thing that, you know, it's like oxygen, you know, like it's it's good, you know, it's good for you, even though it doesn't mean anything. Even even though you can't hold it, it's still, you need it. Um, okay. Uh, Nikki gets to go first again. And these are, these have all been terrific guesses. So I want I want everyone to know that uh, you know you're all terrific players. But but Sarah, of course, has actually cracked the code for one correct answer. 
and Nikki gets to go first again. And this one is only three words with an exclamation point. A comedy triumph. <laughs> really calling their shot with the tagline. <laughs> <laughs> and you know usually there's multiple taglines in this case there was no other options they just thought this is, describes our movie it's a comedy triumph uh the comedy just throws me off um the other sister i don't even know if that's a comedy it i you know what the 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 movie directed by uh what's his name uh gary marshall is that what you're talking about with uh, Doug, where where they play Giovanni Ribisi and yes, uh, that is that's the other sister, right? The other yeah. sister, yeah. yeah. But I was like, do you think I'm I'm gonna know the name of the director? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gary Marshall yeah. directed that, and it was supposed to be funny, but it was I find it very hard to watch. It's right up there with I Am Sam for like capable actors playing, you know, you know challenged characters and yeah. it's, uh, it's rough <laughs> gonna no. guess it's uh the wrong answer <laughs> <laughs> oh i did not make, i didn't make the noise yet <laughs> no no but uh <laughs> there you go uh that should be more of an element on game shows where the contestant goes so was i right or wrong are you gonna, are you gonna elucidate um all right so everybody took a crack at this one no, I think just Nikki no, so just far. Me. Okay, okay, Josh. <laughs> um, I'm ha really having trouble scraping for other sister movies, so I'm just gonna cover my own butt and say Sister Act Two. <laughs> <laughs> Do you happen to know the full title of that movie? Back Sister Act Two: Back in the Habit. Whoa! That is correct. You did it. That's game theory, baby. <laughs> yeah. No, you figured out what was going on there. That like, why would I, why would he say just a comedy triumph and expect us to pull it out of nowhere? Mm -hmm. uh, but if of this course, one had been, if this one had been Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants one though, I would have dove through my closed window. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, this is exciting because, uh, we have Josh and Sarah each have one point. I've got one more. So Nikki has a chance to just make it a three-way tie or Josh or Sarah will win this game. And Sarah gets to go first because Josh got that last one. Sarah, this one is laugh, period, cry, period, share the pants, period. <laughs> no. Doug, God damn it. <laughs> No, why didn't I get to go first this time? The one time I don't get to go first? Yeah, there's a randomness to this, unfortunately. Since Josh got the last one, then, then Sarah starts this round. And, and please go ahead and confirm that we all know what the answer is. Oh, it's got to be the early Bob Fosse film, My Sister Eileen, right? No. Um, don't toy with me, Marshall. <laughs> 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 You have to say it just to make it official. Okay. It is the sisterhood of the traveling pants. God bless us all. I mean, I would have been so happy if I stumbled onto a movie talking about sharing the pants in the 
<laughs> the tagline and it has nothing it's not one of those dance movies right uh, but 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 no you you got it right i you know i put a super easy one there at the end just to try to uh make sure we end up with a winner and uh sarah you did it congratulations Aww, i really I guess thank you <laughs> guess what you win a new car no it's a, not quite as good as that you get to go first in the next game oh that's much better yeah might not even be actually it's an advantage a slight ad advantage in this next game and we will play that game after this break we'll be right back carmax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you because at carmax we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car you should love your car that's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We are back and it's time for a game that I call Filmily Feud. It's like Family Feud, but all the questions generally are movie related. <laughs> what I do is I come up with a silly movie question. I jump on my uh, Twitter account and I do one of them polls. And once I get a hundred people to respond, I immediately delete it, pretend it never happened, but I write down the percentages of their answers. So the idea here is you want to pick the answer that got the highest percentage points. Cause then that's how many points you get. Uh, we'll start with Sarah. Like I said, each of you will get to go first once, and then there is a tiebreaker that Sarah will get to go first on if she, you know, if we need a tiebreaker. Uh, so that's why winning is important, Sarah. Mm. Mm. Uh, winning <laughs> I, that last, winning that last game. I mean, I, I spent, that's why. The, sorry. No, that's okay. Go ahead. I was going to say I spent the whole break thinking about uh, a method man and red man two-hander reboot of sister sisterhood of the traveling pants called how high wasted and the tagline <laughs> is puff puff pants <laughs> that's just how my brain does things <laughs> i mean you use that time well i think that was a good <laughs> you know instead of just sitting there you thought of that yeah i came up with hollywood gold <laughs> you made the world more beautiful Thank I mean, meth, Method and uh, Redman should be, you know, looking for another, you know, another vehicle because yep. I'm shocked they didn't really follow up how high. I know. They should be in more movies. This is just yeah. anyone listening makes movies and they're looking for two guys to be in them, Method Man and Redman. Or I guess, you know, I should, I, professionally, I'm obligated to also say Jesus and Mero are very funny, which I believe but I didn't want to leave them out. <laughs> right. You know, unfortunately they might be the new method man. Right, man? <laughs> um, so, but you know, that's a, that's a great torch. They're all great. Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead and pass it. Um, first round I went on Twitter and all I, and I'm going to tell you all the answers, all the options that I gave uh, the voters. And then uh, Sarah will pick one. And then from the remaining three answers. Jo uh, Nikki will pick one and then Josh will pick one. And then, you know, like I said, uh, the order I'll skip around so that, you know, somebody will get first crack at these uh, at least once. So the first one I did was, I just wrote two words with a question mark 
and it was inspired by uh, Sam Elliott getting so upset over Power of the Dog. Uh, I just asked the question, gayest Western. <laughs> and the options are Brokeback Mountain, The Power of the Dog, Midnight Cowboy, and True Grit. Hmm. Which one do you think on a poll where people are just voting, not necessarily with their heart, <laughs> but with their humorous bone, Hmm. Which one, <laughs> which one prevailed as the, uh, not the, just gayest Western question mark? This is a real Iocane powder moment for me because I'm trying to psychologize <laughs> like the being that Twitter combines to be. Where like obviously Brokeback Mountain is literally the gayest of all these westerns because it's about gay cowboys, um, and then Midnight Cowboy would actually be like kind of an on the nose answer in a sort of bittersweet way because it's about like doomed love and friendship between two men in a scary place. And then, wait, and then there's Power of the Dog and then what's the, oh, then True Grit, which is just- True Grit, and I didn't, yeah. I didn't, it's, I didn't say which one. It's been made twice. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I didn't even I clarify. Yeah. <laughs> I assume most people picture Jeff Bridges at this point, um, or at least people answering this poll. And that's just like a movie that I think holds up well and people respect. And then if you vote for Power of the Dog, then you would do so, I assume, largely despite Sam Elliott. And so that's what I'm going to guess people did. Oh, you're saying yeah, they went to uh, Power of the Dog. Yeah. Okay. Now, Nikki was uh, mentioned earlier that this is the sort of game she's good at. Of the remaining three... Which do you think the Twitter I, folks called the gayest? I think it's Brokeback Mountain. Be like, yeah. Oh, don't bro Brokeback Mountain me, man. Yeah. Oh, that's what guys say to each other. Like if, they, if oh, one man. kisses the other one, they say that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, hey, man. Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they have a new expression with Power of the Dogs. That's part, in some ways more fun to say. Yeah. So I say, I say Brokeback Mountain. Okay. Josh, you got. True Grit or Midnight Cowboy? Which one got the go. most votes? Out of those two, I'm going to go Midnight Cowboy. Okay. I threw True Grit in, you know, not only because I, I don't really think there's e either version, John Wayne or Jeff Bridges, I don't think there's anything particularly gay about either of them, uh, you know, other than the fact it's just men out in the wilderness. But uh, um, I just have always loved the title True Grit. Uh, like anytime I'm playing charades and somebody says two words, I just yell True Grit on the off chance. <laughs> <laughs> it's, never, wish... <laughs> it's never right. It's never right. <laughs> I wish that that was one of the bars in the Kanye West song, Two Words. Like two words, <laughs> True Grit, Yay Spit, whatever. You know, I was yeah. just thinking about it because I was watching the Kanye documentary. Yeah, yeah, but... yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's break it down. I'm sad to say that the movie that got the least amount of votes is the gayest Western. I don't know how to feel about this. At nearly 8% is the power of the dog. I don't know the people at all. <laughs> I'm guessing they're like reacting to like how, how closeted the gay characters are, mm. you know, throughout mm. the film. And they never, they never fuck, you know, there's no. Hey, spoiler. 
Oh, oops. <laughs> I thought, okay, this is, I, you know, sometimes you go to a movie with a misconception. I thought the power of the dog was it was like a dog that could make any two people fuck with its mind. <laughs> I thought it was like Marley and me or something. I was very surprised by the discourse around it. Yeah, it's a, uh, I, that's part of what I love about it is that, you know, most titles are just so clearly just a name of a character or something these days, but power of the dog, really, it's a real thinker. You can, anybody can kind of interpret why it's called that yeah. uh, sort of on their own. Anyone can sing. That's the power of dog, which is <laughs> what I did when I walked in and my wife was watching that movie on Netflix and I had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Huey Lewis and the bad news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Coming in next with 21% of the vote. I don't know what people were thinking was true grit. What? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why it got so many votes, but again, because people just are silly. <laughs> it's like about an adult man and a little girl. Yeah. I mean, you know, like when you watch Family Feud, the people they ask the questions to are people that are attending a taping of Family Feud. So the answers get a little uh, yeah. a little silly sometimes. <laughs> I've never heard that before. That's what a is, good point, though. Just like, yeah. what is the proper size for a suit? And the whole audience is like, way too big. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what's funny, too, now, is they work him into so many questions. So so many questions are like, what's the sexiest thing about Steve Harvey? And then he has to listen to these people guess at what's sexy <laughs> about him and you know mustache and bald head come up and one he likes and the other he doesn't like so much mm-hmm. all right so uh the uh top answer with 45 percent is brokeback mountain yeah i mean we had narrowed it down to just that title anyway so yeah um yeah so that was a big one i didn't expect it to go that big just because of how silly people can be and how power of the dog is like so current so I, I'm sorry uh, that, that curveball hit you, Sarah, but there's, you know, so many opportunities. People have won this game, uh, you know, even when they pick a name that's well, the only one left after everybody's picked out everything. Sometimes that'll be the number one answer. So round number two starts with Nikki. Okay. And here's what I wrote. Who would look best with Sam Elliott's mustache on their face. And I gave four options. Sam Neal, Chris Elliott, L. Fanning, or Benedict Cumberbatch? L. Fanning. Right? Yeah. She would look great with a big old bushy, yeah. bushy mustache. <laughs> yeah. Kind of matches her hair a little bit, you know? Yeah. Great actress. She can do it all. Uh, (laughs) Josh, what do you think? I feel like it's hard to see the words Benedict Cumberbatch in a poll and not select them. So I'm going to (laughs) go with my gut and say Benedict Cumberbatch. Right? That name goes so far out of its way to entertain and delight Mm -hmm. that you have to take advantage of it. Right. How how could I ignore and, and discredit the power of Benedict Cumberbatch, the name? The countless uh, parody names they could come up with in a Mad Magazine, uh, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Power of the Dog parody. Um, (laughs) Okay, Sarah, that leaves Mr. Sam Neill, who recently reunited with uh, Jeff Goldblum and Laura Dern. 
for some reason. Mm-hmm. I saw lots of pictures of the three of them together. And um, the great Chris Elliott, who, of course, we know now from uh, Schitt's Creek, but Cabin Boy and all that other stuff. Gosh. Which one do you which one do you think got more of the vote? I have to assume Sam Neill because he's, you know, an iconic zaddy and it just makes like that mustache makes sense on him given his connection to dinosaurs and like that when you think about cowboys and dinosaurs like those just go together like I'm surprised we haven't had more dinosaur boy movies. Yeah, I don't know why, uh, you know, they don't ride these dinosaurs in these Jurassic Park movies. They seem like they'd be fun to jump up on top of. I just want to see more like futuristic roaming the range, looking after the like grazing brontosauruses movies. If Jurassic Park was real, for sure someone would be fired week one for trying to ride the dinosaurs when they're closed. (laughs) Fired or eaten, yeah. Fired or eaten, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you'd start with an herbivore. There's two ways. There's two ways to leave Jurassic Park <laughs> as an employee. <laughs> I came here to ride dinosaurs and get eaten by dinosaurs, and I'm all out of riding dinosaurs. <laughs> well, this is another one that the results are always surprising. But uh, the first thing I'm going to say that everyone's going to be shocked by is that Sam Neill and Chris Elliott got the exact same percentage. Like huh. people couldn't yeah. decide between those two. But I'll start with uh, the lowest percentage, which is unfortunately people don't want to see Elle Fanning in a mustache. Oh, uh, she only got 22% of the vote. 2022 people get used right? to it, you know? Yeah, come on. <laughs> come on. Um, and then uh, Sam Neill and Chris Elliott each got uh, just one more percentage, 23 each. Splitting the Sam Elliott vote, fittingly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, and it's like there's like, uh, you know, uh, these four names just basically split the vote four ways because then Benedict Cumberbatch uh, has the remaining uh, 32%. I think they just want to see his face. They're like, we don't really care. We just want to look at him. Right. Handsome gentleman. Also, Sam Neill, like if one of these people has his mustache, then, what you know, he's going to have no mustache. That doesn't seem right. Oh, yeah. Sam Elliott just out there bare lipped. Yeah. I, I I assume it's happened, but it's got to be weird. Mm-hmm. I'll catch his death. But I, th- I feel like he's always had a mustache. Because I'm thinking back to like in, you know, the movie Lifeguard, you know, one of the first things that kind of made him popular was mm-hmm. uh, you know, when he was a lifeguard, he had that big, you know, he had that like Tom Selleck mustache going back then. Um, really uh, exciting scores here. Uh, it looks like uh, Nikki is in the lead. With uh, <laughs> with sixty seven <laughs> points, and Josh is not far behind with uh, fifty eight, and Sarah's got thirty one. But still, anybody's game. Looking at the numbers on this next question, like I said, I saw the Batman today, and uh, I want to ask a question that's Batman related because I read that Jonah Hill is in negotiations to appear in the next the batman uh the batman 2 but the's batman <laughs> but they're negotiating not only salary but also they can't they haven't decided what character he's going to play they've just decided he's going to be in the movie so they have to pick like who he's going to be and there's lots of you know villains that uh, have not been played on on the screen uh, in a big way yet. So the question I pose on Twitter is Jonah Hill should play blank 
in the next, you know, in the, the Batman two. Uh, and the options are uh, characters named Clock King, Calendar Man, Hugo Strange, or Poison Ivy. <laughs> hmm. And Josh goes first on this one. Out of those four names, which one do you think? Are you familiar with these villains at all, Josh? I'm familiar with Poison Ivy. Um, I am who's the the strange one. I can imagine Clock King and Calendar Man. Was not sure if they were real or if you made them up for this. I mean, I guess none of them are real, real. Like none of them well, actually terrorized Gotham City. Yeah, they're they're villains that I found. You know that I Got know it. exist, but like I can't. You know, I, I can't remember any time I've seen them in anything because I don't re- read the comics so much. Yep, I guess the the I'm gonna go with the one that it, that feels the most. Um, that that feels the most of an outlier from the other three to get some separation. I'm going to go with Poison Ivy. Okay. Sarah, what do you think? I mean, you know, I don't want to live in a world where Poison Ivy isn't the winner. And I guess I would hope that, or I would imagine that the next winningest pick would be Hugo Strange, because that's just like, that looks like something a Jonah Hill character could be named. And... He just looks like a Hugo. I'm into it. <laughs> okay. I like when, uh, you know, the, the logic behind these answers. Nikki, uh, the remaining options are, which ones are left? Calendar Man and Clock King. Um, all right. Both has to do with time and the way that the world works. So this is pretty hard. Uh, I'm going to go Clock King because Jonah Hill's face could look like a clock sometimes, maybe. Hmm. Okay. I mean, he's a versatile actor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think his face could look like a clock or a calendar. That You know what? <laughs> well, mm, I don't see the like square aspect. So I went for the more round, like a face. Yeah. And I don't know what's going on with Hugo Strange. Like, is he related to Doctor Strange? Like, does Doctor Strange have a nephew that, that turns into a villain or something? When, if yeah, he's Doctor Strange, his little nephew who he left at the library. And he's just oh. an annoying little nerd who tells you facts. He's like the kid in Jerry Maguire in my head canon. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you met Hugo Strange, you'd be like, I know you probably get this all the time, but are you related to Doctor Strange, the famous <laughs> villain? <laughs> you'd have to ask. Yeah. And he would well, Doctor, Strange, Doctor Strange is a good guy. Right? Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's all the right. famous good guy. I'm, well, that's mm-hmm. why it's awkward at their cookouts. Yeah, because I think that's what happens is like uh, that he becomes evil because he's just jealous of his, you know, his uncle who's a doctor and has really cool wears really cool capes that is like a real tight relationship between uncle and nephew right to like be so jealous of your uncle that it turns you into a villain (laughs) (laughs) there's like nothing my uncle and i love my uncle uh and my other uncle rest in peace but uh there's nothing they could have done that would have made me like a full-on villain out of jealousy (laughs) well here's how this breaks down Clock King, I'm sorry, Nikki. He w- people were at least interested in him. 
Also, I guess I shouldn't. I guess King makes it a him, but I shouldn't assume. Eleven uh, percent of the vote. Wow. Yeah. Calendar Man only got twenty, so you know it wasn't right. That, that difference wasn't going to mean anything because Hugo Strange got eighteen percent. Mm. Yeah, and people really want to see Jonah Hill play Poison Ivy. Well, yeah. good. We should yeah. all want that because yeah. then it could happen. Yeah, 51%. Congratulations, Josh Gondelman. You are our winner. Thank you. Wow. This feels good in a way that I don't like what that says about me. So thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I just need to address. So they want Jonah Hill to play Poison Ivy, but they don't want Elle Fanning to wear a mustache. Yeah, it's a pretty pretty sexist crowd I got following me on the socials. (laughs) Doug. If you're the Family Feud host, I'm going to tell you, your crowd. <laughs> yeah, my crowd is uh, <laughs> very is way off un- and very unpredictable. And that's, you know, for me, part of the fun. <laughs> um, so congratulations, Josh. You get to go first in the uh, plug portion of the show. Promote yourself. Oh, thank you so much. I um Jesus and Marrow and Showtime, where I'm, uh, where I work, is coming back this Thursday, uh, March 10th. Our guest is Denzel Washington. I'm super psyched for this season. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm starting to do stand up again. I just updated my calendar, mostly around New York, but hopefully getting out there in the world more later this year. So, JoshGondelman.com. Um, Denzel. Yeah. Like, like that's too, I don't know how, if I'd be able to handle, like, did you talk to him or are you? I didn't. I watched from like, from my office, I watched on Zoom. The interview is awesome. It's so fun. He was great. They were great. It's like, I'm like really psyched for people to see it. It was a blast. Right. Cause Denzel's more fun than people would think. He, he really like from the jump was like super into, he's like very funny, very candid. Um, it's there's like a couple of moments that I don't want to spoil, but it is just like a delightful interview. And he is like from word one. He's just like all in on having a good time and like answering sincere questions and like giving like fun, sincere answers. It's like truly I it's like it was like I watched it. it they talked for like 40 minutes and it was a blast. Get your uh, Showtime subscriptions updated, everybody. Hell Yeah. <laughs> they, they uh, canceled after yellow jackets ended or whatever <laughs> right it's just a game now where you just get you know get these uh month trial things and just dip in and out and get, get new emails <laughs> yeah yeah burner emails nikki yeah. is that what you said yep yep <laughs> <laughs> are you selling drugs no i'm just no. streaming <laughs> services um my, what's my email free month at gmail.com <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why whenever like something asks for my email, you know how sometimes they ask for it and you know, it's not going to affect like, you're just like, you just want to make your point or whatever, you know, you don't need them to contact you. So you yep. can just put anything for your email. I'm so juvenile in that moment. The things I put, I don't know why <laughs> I think it's funny to put something ridiculous. Like somebody might see it and be like, what? anyway, um, uh, let's talk to Sarah Marshall about uh, what she's got to plug. What do you, what do you want people to uh, check out? Yeah, I mean, really what I said before, my podcast, You Are Good, a feelings podcast about movies featuring Josh Gondelman on an episode recently. Really so fun. So fun. Thank you so much for having me. It was like truly a delight. Did you cry? 
Uh, I didn't. Well, we I talked know, about. I cried. <laughs> we, I might have teared up from happiness because it was about Groundhog Day, which is such a a fun and sweet movie that I love. It's very that movie's very inspiring because everything just keeps getting better and better as it goes along, and then mm-hmm. and then it's a, a nice you know nice ending you yeah, know like. Yeah, it's such a good point that it keeps getting better and better you know like yeah nothing on earth does yeah well he uses that you know like unlike some people during the pandemic bill murray used that time to to learn some things about uh, himself and uh you know and to pick up some skills you know like it's really it's a very inspirational movie um yeah. nikki bone hey hi hi um well, I just can't believe that I didn't win. I I know, right? That's, That's uh, yeah. I tried to rig it and it didn't work out. <laughs> We're gonna have to do this again. Uh, so I still have my podcast called Whoa Dad, where I teach my absentee dad who came back into my life how to be a father. And what else do I plug? Um, I'm on YouTube, Nikki Bond, Instagram, Nikki Bond, and I will be in Portland. If you have Portland fans, I'll be there the 10th to the 13th performing, and that'll be on my website and Instagram, Nikki Bond. Where's the, what club are you at? I'm doing, I'm doing independent shows. I'm Ooh. doing Al's Den and Comedy Corral. I'm sure there's some, some really good spots there that, that, uh, that do that stuff. Cause the comedy scene's great in Portland. I haven't and, done um, it yet. So it's good to know. Awesome. You're going to have a good time there. I think, um, for myself, my plugs, uh, Doug Lowe's movies and wide world of Doug's are both coming to South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. And, uh, so if you have like a festival badge, uh, you know, come try to see uh, one of those shows. And then I'll be doing Douglas movies at the Miami improv on April 9th at four twenty. douglasmovies.com and Douglas movies on Twitter. Thank you again to all of my guests, Nikki Bond and Josh Gondelman, Sarah Marshall. Great first time guest. Hope you'll come back sometime. And Josh, uh, definitely. I need you to come back sometime. I'll hit you up about a future date because you have to return as champion. And <laughs> awesome. And thank you, Nikki Bond. Nikki Bond, Josh Gondelman, Sarah Marshall. As always, we'll be in Miami in a few minutes. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in.